This is where we talk about how we grow both a powerful brand and business and life as well, because everything's connected. Welcome to Brand and Biz Spills. I'm Debbie White. I've spent 30 years in the creative advertising industry, working with Fortune 500 brands, while also being a serial entrepreneur, building several multiple six and seven figure businesses along the way. I'm talking with other powerful women to share insider secrets and insights about building your brand and business. And I don't have time for BS and fluff. You don't either. So let's get to building a powerful brand and business with some real Frank talk. Follow me on Instagram at frankly Deb so we can connect further. Hello, I am here with Marcel Combs and Marcel has a really interesting background and a lot of experience to pull from to talk about today. I'm really excited about this. She is the owner and founder of three current companies, uh, president over Mac legacy, the Marcel Combs company and Mac legacy investments. I said, Marcel, I did it. We were just talking about this. It's Marcel. Okay. And, um, she also has a podcast called uh, 50% with Marcel Combs. You also had a large healthcare organization, which, uh, you owned and operated, uh, up until 2018. You're also a nurse you've worked in your background is fascinating to me and, um, <laughs> healthcare. Okay. All these things. And I looked at like, what, you know, what would be so fun to sit here and talk about today? And I really want to dig into leadership because I know this is a passion of yours. And I also know that mentorship and in specifically mentoring women, this is where we are very in alignment is one of your passions. So I just thought, oh, this could be a really interesting conversation. Um, our listeners out there are women business owners and they're, you know, some of them are running their businesses on their own. Some of them might have, have, a, you know, one or two people that help them, but most of them are on their own and leadership. So I will tell you this, when I first started my coaching business is nutty as this sounds, I didn't really sit there and think about what kind of leader do I want to be? I was thinking <laughs> about like, I'm a marketer, you know, I'm like, how do I want to market my business? What are my pillars? You know, I was re really wasn't thinking about that until I was working with a particular business coach. But what I want to talk about with you today, Marcel, is that everyone listening, if you have your own business, you're the leader of that business. You are actually a leader and leadership is a really big part of having your own business. And I would even say being a powerful and dynamic brand because you're pointing everything like you're in charge of that. I would love to hear what you have to say about, there's so many questions I have, but when you talk about leadership, um, what do you, well, let me just open the floor and let you, let's just roll. Like, what does that mean to you? Leadership. <laughs> Oh, well, what a question. You know, my, my personal beliefs uh, in leadership is that you end up being a leader and no matter in what, <clears throat> what position you are uh, in life, there are, you, you will be leader. There are unofficial leaders who, who may um, be just a working on the line uh, rank and file person who has no real title, but they become the leader in a group negatively or positively. Oh, okay. We don't talk so, about that ever. Negatively <laughs> or a negative leader. 
and and they can take you down uh, right. by being uh, a negative leader yeah. in in your organization. Right. Absolutely. Oh, so wow, so to to me, one of my you know always my my hope was for every person in the organization, no matter what that was, whether paid or not, I would try to build into them and try to teach them some basic skills and Mm -hmm. teach them, I guess, if you will, behavior that other people would want to replicate. Um, I, I'm, you know, I come from a nursing background and we have this crazy thing that we say about nurses and you may or may not know this, Debbie, <clears throat> but we say nurses eat their own. And one of my issues, because when you, you graduate and I, I graduated with a baccalaureate degree in a time where that was more unusual. Now that is the standard to have a baccalaureate degree, but in the dark ages, you know, my, one of my grandsons asked me if I was alive when the dinosaurs walked the earth. Oh gosh. Now now you know, you're old when, when you're, when your nine-year-old grandson asked you this, but anyway, and I said, no, really, I, I wasn't, but, but what, what I would say is I was thrown out of college into a position and with a baccalaureate degree, uh, there was a lot of uh, animosity and they automatically put me into a position of leadership. (laughs) Truly. Uh, Uh, Think about this. And except that people could die if you You've got to make the wrong decisions. Right. So um, it, it, not to scare the audiences out there because we have developed some better systems, but, but nurses have never, and this is what I would preach, if you will, mm-hmm. to nurses. If you want more nurses and you want them to be good, you have to be good to them. Oh, and you wow. have to behave in a manner in which you would want someone to replicate. Right. And, and from that perspective, uh, why do I do what I still do truly financially? I, I, I don't have to because I have been blessed uh, by, you know, having a successful business and doing that. But, but I do it because I really feel there's more that I can give. And, and I do believe, especially for older women, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, that it is important that they don't quit the fight without giving back to some people that, that you could really encourage. And I, and, and, and in an organization, in my organization, when you came to work for me and this was developing, there would always be a book on leadership that you would receive Mm. or an article or whatever. And then as, as, as the world evolved, yeah. I would send them links, you know, to the masses. And at one yeah. time I had about 800 employees wow. and, you know, I would send it to the masses. I didn't care yeah. if they were a home care aide or, yeah. or they were someone, you know, mm-hmm. I, I would say, you know, here, read this. Um, and it, it was um, something on leadership. How do I be a better leader? How do I be more organized? How do I have a better meeting? Um, how do I behave? We've we've forgotten 
and not to talk and talk before your next, you know, yeah. but this is my passion, Debbie. So yeah, yeah. No, but we've great. forgotten how to be polite and disagree. And I, and I hate that. Um, I have five children. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they are all over the maps from very conservative to very liberal. Mm -hmm. And so what I try to do is have the conversation in a way that says, I want to hear what you have to say, but I need you to hear what I have to say right. so that we can listen uh, to the other person. And, and I do you think there's some basics that uh, any person starting in a business, they need to decide what does, what does leadership mean to me and what, what does my organization represent? Because when you, in particular, what I did was, was service, uh, mm -hmm. our product was service that we sold. Uh, you are a representative of me. Right. And if I don't know what I believe or what my standards are, then I certainly can't say it to you. Right. I, and I, I, that, that is just the, the tip of the iceberg to say, what, what does leadership mean to me? And mm -hmm. what is the set of behaviors that I expect from you um, when you are here in the company that I own and you, we used to say cash your paycheck, but you know, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. the whole term. That's, you know, it just electronically sure. appears. Right. Just kind of, exactly. but, but when you cash the check, yeah. you have said, I have some responsibility to Debbie. Yeah. Um, and, and I have agreed that I agree with Debbie, but if you interview them or advertise with them and you don't know, then there's no way to communicate that to the person that's coming to work for you. Right. No, it, that plays a huge role. You know, I, I work with a lot of women that, um, again, entrepreneurs that it's just them for the most part. Right. And I, I realized that in developing their marketing and developing their purpose and developing their passions, they really are leading. They're a leader in their brand. They're a leader online and what their beliefs are. Right. And I help them clarify that. So it's really interesting how some of these things that you think, okay, marketing, leadership, I, I actually see that they really do fall under a very similar place. And I don't think that's a word. I don't mm -hmm. think that word comes up a lot at all in marketing. You know, what kind of leader are you? I was like, leader, what do you mean? I'm, <laughs> you know, I do my thing. I'm a specialist. It's like, right. But I, I, I actually, as I sit here and talk with you, I think we all have to know that about what we're putting out in the world too. I mean, what, what things can we think about as individual leaders to be better leaders? Oh, it, it's for me, you know, I, I guess I've formulated who I am a long time ago. Um, but I, I do believe it's in, important to know who you are. And I always say the saddest person in the world is the person who only listens to the sound of their own voice. I had a person one time tell me um, she was in her 50s and she said, you know, I think I'm pretty good and I think I'm pretty good at what I do. And this is as good as I ever want to be. 
Um, I, I can't even relate to that. I can't either. From the, <laughs> from the perspective That's that, you know, the last day I learned something is I hope is the last day I have a breath on this earth. Yes. That that's my, my personal belief. And there's so many things I don't know. I mean, it is remarkable. I built a house the last, um, in COVID that's so delightful. I can't tell you, um, but, but just the things that make this house stand up and not fall off a hill is remarkable. And the expertise it takes to do that, or, or the people who work out in the hot sun all day long. Mm -hmm. Um, I I wonder what's, what's getting said to them, Mm -hmm. you know, when they throw their trash, you know, two feet from the trash can and they don't put it in to me, to me, that says, have I had a leader who says I have a responsibility to not just do my job to, but to represent a company that's going to be a little bit different. And boy, that's your Debbie, that's your, um, your MO. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we live in an electronic world. And I find that, um, is harder to communicate um, when when it's all by Zoom and it's not face to face, and it yeah, it can be. It can I, be. I you know I, I find that that that's been a higher bar for yeah. me um, overall. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. I think I think as far as communicating, I I do all of my coaching on Zoom. <laughs> And you know, it's interesting. I think there's ways, I think you have to, I think you have to kind of think outside the box a little bit to get things more, um, rallied involved. Um, you know, I, I tend to coach in a highly involved way with a lot of breakouts and sharing in a group. And the more Mm -hmm. we can kind of activate that energy to me, it, 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 it does a pretty dang good job but I agree with you. There's nothing like in person. Um, Mm -hmm. it's a different experience and yeah, Uh, you know, as far as kind of pulling it back to these women, I'm thinking they're listening to this and they're like, Hey, I have my own business. Um, you know, why do I need to think of myself as a leader? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, I mean, this is just my take on it. I think that when we're here to make it, the, the women I, I work with, they really want to make a difference mm-hmm. some way, shape or form. They really mm-hmm. do. And whatever it is that they're here to do, they're, they're very uh, purpose driven. Mm-hmm. And I think even defining that purpose, uh, there is a leadership aspect of that. And I, I really see it, you know, like when that was posed to me about, okay, Debbie, you know, a, a business coach talked to me about me as a leader. And I do have a team, but not everybody does. But even if I didn't have a team, I'm leading people out on social media. And I don't think we think about right. it like that. And, oh, and we're you really we're, know there's your a purpose. Yeah. It's the whole business, which I'm enamored by the whole business of the influencers. Yeah. Um, you know, I, yeah. my daughter works for Disney and uh, oh, there's wow. a whole group of people that um, don't work for Disney, yeah. but they are getting paid in some way because they have, they, they like, there's one that is just on food. Uh, And I'm just using them as an example. I I have no money changed other than my daughter gets a check from them, but, but they're influencers in, 
and what we're going to eat and what we're going to do. And they end up making a living because they influence other people. Well, if you break that down to purpose and I, I am an, I guess an unlikely entrepreneur in some way, I I guess in some place in my life, at some point I thought, oh, I'd probably like to have my own business once my kids are grown and blah, 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 life happened. And, you know, there had to be food on the table. And so therefore I started doing this thing and then got more involved. But, but I, I knew that I wanted to make an impact on people. Like I wanted, I wanted to make a difference in, in my employees and in my patients. For me, it was patience at that time. Um, And so I, I wanted them to be able to tell that we were different, not by the words that I had to say, but by the feeling they got when we entered. And Uh, I see, I love that right there. The feeling that they got when they entered, I talk about that with marketing. (laughs) <laughs> this is so interesting. Yeah, you know, I never had a marketing course. Um, I, I built some pretty dynamic businesses and grew. I love growth. I, lo- I really love growth more than I do budgets. Let me just say that. Oh, there, yeah. you, must, you must have the budgets. And if anybody listens that knows me, they're going to know this. I hate cut down, cut back, cut out. Uh, but I love let's develop, let's grow, let's move, let's, let's do this. That's the language um, of a visionary. I, I relate. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. you know, I, I love, I love the fact. And, and I know this now as I enter, I would say my, if you break down your life into thirds in my third phase of life, um, you know, my, my, if I had purpose before my real purpose was never to make money and I, I have been financially successful. Now I've been near bankruptcy a few times too, but I, I've been financially successful. Um, but that was never, and I know there are people and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah, wrong no. with making money. And I am money motivated. Yep. If you give me a big enough carrot, I'm, I'm going to dance to try to do that. But that wasn't my final, that wasn't my real purpose. I, I felt and still feel someone has to care in healthcare. Yeah. They, they, someone has to care in healthcare and healthcare has become a business and it's all, uh, uh, there, there are lots of people working in healthcare where the only reason they're doing what they're doing now they have a great they've had a great marketing department and they have a great mission statement that they have a great purpose all written down it's beautiful and their employees might even be able to repeat it or have it on the back of their name tag but when they walk in a room no one can tell that um and it is it is that is not that that's that's why i still i'm still very involved nationally with the National Association uh, for Home Care and Hospice and very involved. Um, Any political thing I do is focused, is laser focused on healthcare. And I, you know, I know that that's what I want to do. And I want to help people be able to take whatever their passion is and, and enact that. Yeah. Um, that's important work. That's really important work. Yeah. It's, absolutely. 
Yes. You know, and I, I, I really, I met some young women that are, I mean, kick butt, taking names, uh, just, I, I, and I think, I think once upon a time, I might've been that crazily fearless and energetic. I, I think I've lost a little of that. I don't know. But, I'm sure you were. And cause you, you still <laughs> seem that way to me. <laughs> well, girl, I used to think that there, there was no one in any fashion that could uh, bring me down or stop me. I have been, I have been stopped a couple times, um, but uh, I hope that I haven't, you know, you don't want to lose that. I mean, yeah. and if they're, let me say, when you're on this side of success, mm-hmm. it looks easy. And I, I don't know if, if, you know, John Maxwell is one of my mentors and mm-hmm. And people will come up to him all the time. He's written a hundred books. He speaks, he makes it look easy. Um, And they come up to him and say, I want what you have. And they, and his answer is, are you willing to do what I've done to get here? And and that's what I would say to people. It's not easy. And I've just restarted, um, it's two not or easy. Three, two or three businesses re- recently. Yeah. I think you know, that's, I think that's a good conversation. <laughs> I think that's where it's starting. It's starting to get juicy y'all. It's not easy starting. It's, it's not easy. I've no. done it six times myself. <laughs> I have. And some of them were great successes and some of them yeah. were absolute bombs. <laughs> not None of them were easy. And it no. looks, this probably looks easy to a lot of people. It's not yes. easy. It's not easy. No. And, and you think every time I actually had a conversation with a young woman who very successful in the school systems as her master's degree, very successful. She's just set out to do, this is her third, her first private practice. And she felt because of her reputation, <laughs> it would be very easy. And, and I said, but it's not. And, and, and that's a lesson in humility. Um, I think, um, but it, you know what, it, it's worth it. And you learn something every time and you meet more people and you get to have, that was one of my mottos, uh, the three things. And I think that this is another thing for agencies or for companies, they need to have two or three things they can just repeat. And ours was, we do quality service and care. That, yeah. That's at the top of the list. Yeah, We don't talk about money except with the person who can change it. And I, I will tell you, there are a lot of people don't, if you're HR, don't even talk to me. I know that, but that was one of my mottos. And the third thing was, we try to laugh and have fun every day. Oh, that's great. Um, and, and if you you know, you never know when life is going to end and mm-hmm. you, you want to have had a laugh the day that you, you oh. end your time on this earth. Um, at least I do. Um, I do. That, too. Boy. That's, yeah. that's a good thing. That would be a very, that would be a very <laughs> good thing. Yes. Um, you know, another thing I wanted to kind of bring up because just in leadership and, the, you know, you're very passionate about mentoring um, this is a different subject, but to be that successful, you have to be pretty good about managing yourself, your time. Um, do you have anything that you feel like, okay, this is why, just like you said, I love what you just said about John Maxwell. I want what you have. And most people don't realize, so that means you have to go through that same hard work, right? But what other things do you think 
you know, really attribute, you know, I, I hear a similar, like, can't take me down a resiliency. I, I know yeah. I have that too. I think that's a trait that you see with people that end up and they're not always successful, you know, every single time, right. but it, that hopefully they end up on the top. But what other things uh, do you think of? I mean, time management is one thing I know that you, you do talk about, but is that something that you feel like is, is there one key thing that you would give people advice or out there going, I am trying to make a go of this, of this business? Do you know, I think, I think there's a few things to say one key thing. I think if there's one key thing, it's focus, but I would like to talk about that just a little bit. Yeah. I've met with, um, and, and in fact, some of them are my daughter-in-laws. I'm, I'm fortunate to have uh, three beautiful daughter-in-laws and um, they are all very creative in their own right. All, all three of them are doing some kind of little entrepreneur thing, wow. whether full-time or part-time. And, um, and, and really what I see is sometimes you have so many ideas. They're so young and they're so energetic and they're, they just have a million ideas. And I, there's a guy who actually worked for the Disney corporation. His name was Mike Vance and, uh, he's no longer on this earth, but, um, I heard him speak a hundred years ago. He had actually worked directly for Walt Disney. And he said, you should have, sure, have, have 50 ideas, have 20 ideas, have, have them all on your desk, but pick one to three, put the rest of them in your idea drawer. I'm sitting in front of my desk in my home office, put the rest of them in your idea drawer and leave them in your idea drawer and work on these one to three all the time. Now I, I, this is a talk I have with myself because I, I wasn't raised with money. My my parents, uh, my mother was a secretary. My father worked for the post office. My grandparents were farmers. Um, wow. So I come from, you know, yeah. deep home stock. Um, yeah. And, you know, so, so what I did, I did with, huh, you know, no, no family money coming in for those of you right. who got some you know, good for you. Um, but you know, is that they have to have an idea and they have to be the expert in it. You have to be, and this is what I say that even to the young women and I, I'm, I lead a women in leadership group with a financial managers association. Now remember, I don't have a degree in finance, but girl, you gotta, you gotta have some finance. We're going to have a business. You Uh, you gotta learn it. You gotta Uh, learn how to run a spreadsheet. That's right. Accounting for dummies. That's how I learned. Yeah. I, I, I hired a coach and she taught me and boy, I can run, <laughs> I can run a mean Excel sheet now. I've got it all projected. You have to. you have to, you, you have to, I mean, mm-hmm. Debbie, you, you can't, but, but I say for women, you know what, get over your bad self. I, I, you know, you, you probably, you may go into a group and you might be the only female there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but you have to be smarter. You have to be more prepared. You have to have researched them. You have to know your subject better yeah. than they do. And this, what I, this is what I say about the private equity guys. Private equity guys got a lot of money and, mm-hmm. and they want to put their money somewhere they can make money, but mm-hmm. they know nothing about your business. You are their, your business. And if you want their money, you, you've got to prepare. So I think it's focus. 
Mm-hmm. How do I get up every day? And, and I will say one trick that I, I think it comes from the one minute manager after you've read so many books and read so many podcasts, it all becomes mush in your head. Right. But uh, especially when my children were little um, on Sunday nights after I got the last kid in bed, you know, remember I said I got five of them. So I'm, I'm not really one to whine too much to me about but I would try to like organize my stuff for the next day. And you might talk about balance. You just forget that balance thing. It's never going to be completely balanced. <laughs> I love that. It, it's it's not, is it? What is that? Such a myth. No. Balance. Sometimes home wins and sometimes work wins. You, you never feel, do you ever, I never wake oh. up and go, you know, today's balanced. Oh yeah. Today, I, today I, I have all my nails done. I have my massage and all my work's done and all of it's, you know, there, there's none of that, but I, you know, really in my best self, I have written at the end of the day, what I need to accomplish the next day. Mm. I have, I, I I just write, I, I, you know, write a few notes that say, these are the things I have to do tomorrow. I went to an Excel calendar. Um, I mean, our, our, our Microsoft calendar um, a long time ago, yep. um, kind of before everyone did it. I can't live without that calendar. I have one too. Uh, I, I use Apple, but I can't live without it. Everything's I, on there. Oh, I, I can't. If, if I don't, if I don't look at it, I'm definitely going to miss something. Yeah. Um, and, and even on top of that, I will say when you can afford it, you, you should try to delegate the things that you're not really good at. Um, it, nobody, you know, you don't have to be that if it's only you, you had to be great at an Excel spreadsheet and you should have some basic knowledge, but if you get bigger, you need to have an accountant you trust. They don't have to be the big guys that you yeah. know drive you nuts with all their mm-hmm. rules. They they can be a, a partner in crime that can um, you know help you with all the little things that can answer all the dumb questions that you're afraid to ask. Um, you know, delegate the things that. Um, that, that you're not good at and stay in your zone of the things that nobody can do, but you, I, I did actually was part of a women in leadership group. I was a participant and that's what one of, which really I was irritated with her um, because I was starting over with these businesses. And she said, yeah. what is it, Marcel, that you can do that nobody else can do? Yeah. Um. And so that, that, that question has still kind of haunted me a little bit. Oh, really? (laughs) That's, that's literally one of the questions I ask people I work with. Oh, see Debbie, (laughs) there you go. It's important. Yeah. And it's probably something that comes, I'll say this, this is, this is a step in my process, honestly. And it probably comes so easily to you that you don't think it's a big deal. So you, sometimes people don't realize it or don't notice it. It's like, oh, that thing, that's just the thing I do. It's yeah. like that little thing. It's probably your thing because yeah. it's usually something that is like, it's a part of you. It just is. Mm-hmm. And you'll have to have people tell you, you know, that thing you do. And you're like, what thing <laughs> I had people kept telling me, like, I'm able to kind of spotlight those things when I'm around people long enough and yeah. I get all their information. I can help them spotlight that thing. Um, and people kept telling me that I'm like, I think that might be my thing. <laughs> so it's, Yeah. 
to, the question is much easier to answer is what are the things you don't do well? I don't, yes. I don't know if that's a female thing or it's, I think it's you know, easy to it eliminate is. that and just kind of put like, not that category, not in that category. Yeah. 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 Excel spreadsheets used to be one of those things, but you can learn anything. Yes. It's a skill. I mean, it, it's, oh, it is. it's, it's just a skill and you know, it, yeah. It's yeah. one, it's, it's just one more thing. That's just a skill. And you don't have to learn everything about it. You can just learn basic. How can I, I always say I can add, I can subtract, I can project, I can do a few things and that's it. Now yeah. PowerPoint, I can make a mean PowerPoint. Awesome. That's, that's a, that's a good thing to know how to do. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, these things, you know, and it depends on your business on your business. You definitely yeah. are giving presentations and speeches. And I mean, I am too, um, but it's interesting. I do think that um, I love how you say focus. I, I do want to ask you this. Um, I just, you, you were mentioning some books because I love books. My, my favorite book about focus is the one thing um, I just reread it. It talks a lot about just what you said. And, um, it's something that, um, I work with a lot of visionaries and they'll have, yeah. you know, visionaries start businesses and they have a million wonderful, shiny ideas. And I love <laughs> how you say, take one to three, put the rest in the, in the idea drawer, but it's really helping them focus on, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of this, you know, how do you have great marketing is you've got to focus your own business model, yeah. your own yeah. business. And, uh, and that focus is, um, a key aspect and, and, it, and it can mean focusing on what you do, how you say it. It can also be your focus on how you're working and being consistent. Um, but I'm intrigued that you write out like, here's key things I need to do tomorrow. Oh, right. You're already like pre-planning and projecting. This is what's going to happen, which is part right. of and like mindset work. Really? Yeah. Like, you know what? Kind of yeah. Yeah. It, it helps me now. I, you know, I'd love to tell you that I never miss that. And I always do that. And, but, but when I do that, I will accomplish everything on that list. Yeah. It is. I had, I had a, a note I, I was doing leading, moderating a workshop next, next week. It's particularly focused on, um, telehealth for the for the home care and hospice industry and I I have had it on my list to find these speakers so on my desk on my desk in a couple places it says work on the telehealth panel so (laughs) just like in that I know I I must work on this project period so, yeah, I keep a whiteboard on my desk. I have like a whole system and, um, Oh, I love I, that idea. Yeah. Well, this is from one of my teammates and we actually teach people this now because it's so simple and genius, yeah. but it's literally a whiteboard. I mean, I mean, I'll show you this right I, now. I started to say, I want to see it. It's my oh, whiteboard. I love that. Like today, this week, oh, look at you. 30 days, 90 days. Ah. And so every, but what you could, what I could do on today is I could write tomorrow's tonight, right. Mm-hmm. Or this afternoon, right. not tonight. Right. Um, but yeah, that way it keeps me focused on what yeah. is the main thing I need to make sure I do today <laughs> yes. and put it on there so I can look at that. Right. I need to edit that social content today. Yes. You know, yeah. and then, then I have my calendar, but those things help me focus. And it's the little mm-hmm. things like that, that really, it's so funny. You know, we're talking about like, all these things we talk about these things matter, these little mm-hmm. Focus points. 
Do you know, I, I think that it is, um, how do you eat an elephant, you know, a bite at a time. And I think to get, it's overwhelming to think, um, 18 months from now. Now, now for me, if you say Marcel in 18 months, will you speak here? I think, Oh yeah, I'll speak 18 months from now. Um, but it's when it's two weeks from now, yeah. then I'm like panic where, it's what I do every single day to prepare for that. And I long ago, because when you become the boss, when you become the person, I, I had to, because for me, um, if you do the disc thing, I'm not a real high C. I'm a, a, a more of a DI or an ID, depending on. That's what I am. I've done the disc. Yeah. Uh, and um, I have to set artificial deadlines. Mm-hmm. for myself um, yep. because I, I do have still I have a team and I know that if I'm I'm doing a presentation and I have a PowerPoint I can't wait till the day it's due because then I have someone else up all night oh, um, doing it now now my problem and and this this is something you know this many years I struggle with is I always think oh if I just had another hour, or if I just have another 15 minutes, or if I just had another, you know, if I just had a little bit more, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that's just something I think for me, it's how I continue to try to strive not to be, to be better next year than I am today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, I, I started writing this book and so my, and I kind of got sidetracked because I don't know if you know, I had breast cancer. And so I've had six surgeries. I think I had six surgeries in 18 months and then oh blah, 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 all that health stuff you don't want. And so yeah. I kind of got sidetracked and I've never written a book and I've never published a book. And I, I don't know anything about that. And probably no one will ever read this book, but um, it's, an, it's like an internal goal. You know, yeah. if you have an internal thing that you need to do this, then 2023 is kind of my, I'm going to focus something to do on that every single week. It may just be an hour. um, And that may be for for the women in a leadership role trying to run their business. And what makes them money might not be what takes them to 2025. But, But the hour or so they set aside for the harder, longer term goal that might not make money immediately is what they need that hour a week. Don't, don't give yourself so much that you can't get it done. I love that. That, that is so beautiful. Now that, that actually came up on a call this week about someone, uh, having that similar kind of thing. Like I want to write a book, but will it distract me from my work? Yeah. And you're saying, I, I love how you just say it, like, just put an hour but that's mm-hmm. planting a, it really is like planting a seed for something in yeah. the future that you're really passionate about. Right. There you go. Yeah. And I, I find these plants, if you don't water them, they really do die. They I really mean. do. <laughs> and then, it and then it's, it's funky. something that you're really passionate about. And to me, it's like, oh, you know, there's the linear thinking of, well, I only have so much time and I've got to do these other things, yeah. but if that's bubbling up and you're really passionate about it, I think that's what needs to be brought out. You know, yeah. we need to make some time for that because it also feeds yeah. our soul. Yeah. And it's something sure. in your case. Oh my gosh, it, that that's needed out there. I know my mom went through it. It's in our family like crazy. I have a lot of friends uh, <laughs> yeah. that have had it 
and survived. And do you yes. know what? It's it's a good excuse. Um, I, well, I would say my body has dece- has has betrayed me. That's what I. <laughs> and then of course I jumped back in too quick and yeah. and then got COVID and blah blah blah. Oh my gosh. And I don't want to be a sick person. See, I I just yeah. I really. A friend of mine said, why won't you just go to the doctor? I'm like, but I don't want to be a sick person. Um, so, you know, I mean, that's all sick thinking. Don't yeah. any of you out there listening, don't, don't take that advice. But I, um, you know, it's, it's, it's all, it's all the other things. It's, yeah. it's like I say, I relate everything to eating Thanksgiving and Christmas don't make you fat. It's, it's all the day. You can eat all you want on those two days. It's all the days before and all the days after <laughs> it's those so true. Are the things it's that so true. gets you to an unhealthy state of being not, not that one day. That's so true. That's a good metaphor just in how we do things in general, just a little bit every day really a little bit. Up for the yes. better or for worse <laughs> or for the better or for the worse. Exactly. Um, Exactly. Uh, Marcel, thank you so much for spending this time um, with us today. Um, this is great. It was so good. It's to so have fun. You. Yeah. Where can, where can people find, find you? I, I am on social media. Of course I am. Um, so it's the Marcel Combs company and I th- will give you the link that yeah. I, I think you'll probably put at the end. Yeah. So, um, and you can get in touch with me at, Marcel at MacLegacyInc.com, Inc.com. Okay. Uh, most people in business will know that Inc. means um, INCs. I have had people put oh, INC. Right. And I was like, <laughs> you must be in graphic design. Or that's something. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's, that's I never, so, so I always say INC. It's MacLegacy.com. I'm happy I'm on social media just under Marcel Combs and the Marcel Combs Company. Uh, look me up. I'd be happy to talk to anyone. I um, And on Instagram, it really is Marcel underscore Combs uh, is Instagram. So, and it, you know, it, it's if you get the spelling of my first name right, you're gonna, you're gonna we'll definitely gold. have that. They'll see it. So, <laughs> anyway, Debbie, you yeah. are delightful, and I'm so honored and thankful to be on your show today. And and I ha- I know you're doing some remarkable work with women and with businesses. And and I know people are just going to be blessed by just your joy and your knowledge and, and what you do. Thank you, Marcel. So great having you. Thanks. So okay. Much. All right. Thank you. Take care. You too. Thanks for listening to Brandon Bisbills with your host, Debbie White. Visit FranklyDeb.com where you can connect with us and join our free Facebook community where all the brand action happens. And I love hanging out on Instagram. So follow me there at FranklyDeb. And join us next time for another episode of Brand and Biz Bills. Let's get real on women growing powerful brands.